0: Hey there, it's Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we wanna blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have.
1: Codette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on her way to supermommit, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a
0: time. Bridget smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us
1: love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories. So today on Our Hockey Life, Paul Bissonette, affectionately known as Biz Nasty joins us. He was drafted in 2003 by the Pittsburgh Penguins and went on to play pro hockey for 12 years. He won the Calder Cup with the Manchester Monarchs in 2015 and shortly after retiring in 2017 he was scooped up by the Arizona Coyotes and took over as their radio colour commentator. He joined his former teammate Ryan Whitney on Barstool Sports hockey podcast and Chicklets and hasn't had a spare second to look back. He's a natural entertainer, and we're excited to put him in the hot seat today for a change. Well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, welcome our bud, Paul. Giddy up.
0: All right.
1: Are, we my, go-
2: are my levels okay?
0: We hope are you day. guys able
2: to know that by looking at this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hi. We're yeah. all here. You're doing
2: We're So we were just in the discussion that um, I think these girls are, are very talented, but right now, a lot of your energy is being focused in the wrong areas of the podcast, okay. whereas... Technology-wise in our podcast, I know fucking nothing. <laughs> Mikey Grinelli handles that. Hey, is this okay, Mikey? Yes, I got it, Biz.
0: That's because you have the big bucks to spend. Yeah, we're not as cool as you, Biz. We're just trying to figure it all out. We are as cool as you. No, cor- correction. Because I know you're going to correct
2: well, me. Well, <laughs> time out here. This, this sounds like a great investment for Ray.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say yourself.
2: <laughs> well, no, I'm saying for him, if, if you're worried about the, the, the fancy, you could hire a... Um, A producer.
1: Well, we kind of did that. We recorded at a studio for a little while, and then we cheaped out and we're like, "Let's just do that home."
2: (laughs) But I guess that's just like to your nature. You you women are so fucking crazy. You can balance so much stuff. Whereas, like you guys have kids to worry about. Now you're focusing on trying to like create content on an entertainment side of it, and then you're having to do the hard labor on the back end of it. And all while balancing a family. Right. And so drinking. Let's wine. applaud to all you ladies out there. <laughs> uh,
1: we love Paul Bissonette. Yeah. Thank God he oh, this yeah, not, he's a big today. Oh fuck up. This is not going to be a <laughs> No, nope, come session. back and sp- pump our tires anytime. Keep talking nice about this.
2: <laughs> well, when I when I originally heard the idea that you guys were gonna do this, I thought it was genius because uh, and and it's it's a totally different side of what maybe like ours would be. Whereas, like, there might be a lot of females being dragged in to listen to our vulgar podcast <laughs> on, the, on the male side of it, where maybe these girls who are hockey fans want to hear from the wives' perspective.
1: Well, I think that's kind of why we wanted to do it. We're like, listen, you guys have your fun stories, but we have we have stories, too. And some are fun. Some are maybe a little more heartfelt. But there's some crazy shit going on. That goes yeah. down to.
0: That no, like people don't hear about, like getting traded while pregnant or you know, right. like your first trade. And it's like all that crazy shit that we don't understand. Well, and
2: a lot of silly stuff, too. Like these women are going to hear about maybe Carrie Price. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe his wife would slip up and say he wet the bed sometimes. <laughs> so you're going to get like silly moments about some of these players that you wouldn't actually, get on ours. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're the, trying to pull that out, but I don't Well, know.
0: no, that's – yeah, we do, though. We get that like Julie Petrie today slipped and told us that um, Jeff – Was on probation when she first met
2: him. Well, there you go. So, right. So like that might have never came up in a a hockey side (laughs) of the podcast with him himself. But, you know, that's a, that's a cute little story and one that maybe more women without would appreciate than men. And there's a demographic for that.
1: I guess so. There is true. Yeah. And we don't want to scare people off. So we just want to kind of let them share their stories and. Everyone has one. A lot of girls are like, I'm so boring. I've got nothing going on. I'm like, okay, first you're living this life, and it's a little wild, and everybody has the story to tell, so Yeah. giddy up. Nobody's been boring.
2: Who, did, who, who's been the craziest one that you've had on where you were like, oh my God, like you really opened up?
0: Shona Strudwick. But we knew she would. Yeah. Like, we knew she would, but she's... She's, She's just a riot anyways. Jason. Jason yes, Jason. Played?
2: I actually fought Jason when you were, when I played for the Coyotes. <laughs> really? Yes. Well, I knew the name sounded familiar. Yeah. yeah.
0: His wife's a little spitfire. Um, nobody else, like... No one's, like, been wild, but it, that, like you said, like, you, you can pull a fun
1: story out of somebody and then we're sitting here laughing our asses off, so yeah. it's just fun.
2: For sure. And we
1: think we're funny. We're, we're going to cut funny. shit out because we start telling stories. Well, what i was going to say, too, is,
2: is I think... I think, or do you guys get concerned at all about maybe the opinion of your husbands if you go over the line and you're too vulgar?
1: A hundred percent.
0: Well, no, Jason knows I'm over the line all the time, but I think it's more like his bosses might be like, "Okay, hey, you're over the line." You know, you know what it's like in hockey. Oh, we we have to like follow the follow the rules.
2: I get it, and and, and it sucks because I'm on the guy side of it where like it's almost acceptable. Whereas like you yeah. guys are married with, with, with kids. I think
1: part of it is maybe even more so that like one Ray's working for the league, but two, I have teenagers, teenagers. and kids that can tune into this. My parents, right, uh, my nieces and nephews that I'm kind of, and
2: that's just being accountable. Right. right. Yeah. Whereas and I don't have to <laughs> for anyone other than myself. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I tell these insane stories on our podcast.
1: Well, and they're entertaining. How did you listen? I got to go back because when we first met you, we were all here with the Coyotes. Right. And I feel like you were the most active and maybe the first athlete that I knew of really going to town on Twitter. And you got into some shit that year.
2: Yeah. But I got in a lot of shit throughout those years. <laughs> I mean, we—I mean, you were here for the Rafi Torres incident. Yeah, we were both here for that. Right. That, that was one incident. Um, you know, the, the time I Instagrammed when I was at the Fairmont in Winnipeg. Because we we'd gotten there and it was so stupid of me to tweet because or actually sorry Instagram because they give you bottles of water and fruit down down below in the lobby. Well, I got up to the room and I must not have grabbed one and then I saw a, a little bottle of Fiji and it had like a nine dollar price tag on it. So yeah. I took a picture, posted it, and and I wrote I wrote fuck you Fairmont and I, I don't <laughs> know if I ha- I don't know if I tagged them in the post. So whatever, go to sleep. The next day we go to pregame skate and. I have to bag-skate afterward because I knew I wasn't playing, but Tip had ended up coming back out while I was getting bag-skated bag and said something to Jim Playfair, and I could sense like something was wrong. But I, I was like, oh, there, there's a change in the force. <laughs> so I ended up getting bag-skated even harder. And and I'm, I, and then, I, then I'm like, for, for sure something's wrong. So as I'm stretching and, and sucking wind, Playfair goes, hey, Tip wants to see ya. And this is after about, probably another 20 minutes. So I stroll in, and, and I, he's sitting there, and he's fuming. There's smoke coming out of his ears, and he points at his laptop screen, and it was my post. And he said the Fairmont was very upset because they provide us with water and fruit I looked at the bottom. And he said, fuck you, Fairmont, on your Instagram, which Tip has no idea what the well, fuck you, Instagram you know, yeah, is. Right. Said, How does this on, on the yeah, internet yeah. right now? <laughs> How
1: this like this?
2: So maybe his, 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 his uh, lack of knowledge and frustration for that was, was ticking him off. And then as, as well as I just upset the hotel, they were threatening to kick us out on the day of the game. Oh shit! I, I'm a fucking healthy scratch and I'm about to get the entire team kicked out of the hotel. Cute. So I had to walk back to the hotel with the tail between my legs and I was like, sir, I am so sorry. That was just like, that's, it was just a fucking bonehead move (laughs) and I'm going to own that one. I was an arrogant piece of shit for doing it, but uh, that was just one example of this shit that I got into. But I'm sure you
1: weren't thinking about that comment affecting the rest of the team. Like you're just being unapologetically yourself.
2: True, I mean, true, but there is—I uh, mean, you we, are. You've had to learn now. You are representing somewhere else, and that's what, yeah. like, that. To me, to me, becoming financially independent is where you can get to a level where, like, you don't need to rely on anyone's dollar in order to make yourself happy for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. Whereas, like. I'm going to say exactly what I'm thinking in that situation as I normally do anyway, yeah. but I know I'm not even going to hold back that extra ounce. Like I literally don't give a fuck. Yeah. You can't, you're, you being upset about what I just said, you could maybe get me fired for it. Well, guess what? I'm my own boss, so fuck me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's
1: yeah, good. that's good. Yeah. We've actually said that too with different girls. Like, I don't, I've never really spoken my mind on social media about anything. I'm, I just stay off the charts. But then I find that there's like celebrity girlfriends in any sport that voice their opinions oh, yeah. and say whatever. And I'm like, how come she's allowed to say it? Well, part of it is that one, sh- because she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Right? She doesn't give a shit. She doesn't, doesn't have shit. to answer to. Yeah.
2: You. The, her husband's that, I, I just think that means that somebody so fiery that like in the moment they were so defensive, like they're going to yeah. be like a, a mama cub or a mama yeah, bear yeah, to the cub, sure, right? Sure. They, mm-hmm. they went to that space where the wires crossed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think at the time they're not aware of maybe the damage it could do and, and, and how it would be perceived by others. Yeah. But I think ultimately, they were just trying to protect what was theirs. Yeah,
1: definitely. And, and they o- could
2: even be wrong in the situation, but it's just like the wires crossed, the wires crossed.
1: Yeah, and often it's an innocent comment. It's not like they're blasting anybody. But I right. so I just never did that. Like
2: Aisha Curry's mm-hmm. been very vocal. Like she's a woman yeah. in yeah. the yeah. NBA. Yeah. But hey, I, I see both sides of it. I don't have those hormones in my body that yeah. would get me fired <laughs> up, so it's hard for me to judge it.
0: Yeah, but even like when people say sh- shitty things online and then... Like, I used to just kind of step back and not say anything back. Like, Jason's oh. like, don't bother. And then now I'm like, I'm going to bother. And I'm going to, like, hand them their hey, ass. Dad,
2: I, <laughs> I, I I am right with you. I have a very hard oh. time holding back. And, and, like, some days I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let that one go. Yeah. And then some days think certain things negatively are being said about me online yeah. where I'm going to be like, yo, fuck you. You want to be a critic? Step of one fucking day in my shoes. How about put yourself out there the way I I'm put putting, I'm putting yeah. myself in, in, yeah. in for you and for you, yeah. just the same way, right? You're ultimately what you're trying to do is you're trying to create humor and and some type of distraction in, in someone's life where it, it might bring them joy. Yeah, whether your yeah. platforms where you guys get five thousand listeners right. or a million.
0: Yeah. On yeah, some level,
2: like you're making five thousand people happy. Why would anyone in their goddamn mind go somewhere to to try to like put negative energy on that where it's like just go put go fucking do go do something on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Take that go energy that the, yeah. and put it to something that, that you're gonna build. Totally.
0: Like we just like you just you see something you don't like and you just kinda laugh and you keep scrolling. Yeah. Like I'm like, why do you even bother? Why do you
2: I, I, I mean, we're a player's podcast and for the simple fact of like the last thing I want to do is like rip on people. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, Lucic is an example. Like he's had a few tough seasons, you know, and, and he's, you know, he's making a lot of money and he's always going to be the whipping boy now from probably till the time he retires because he's just making too much money and he's really slowed down and it's, and it sucks. It sucks to see because you want to see those guys do well and, um, and like, like I know credibility wise, like, like, Media who aren't friends with these guys—they're like, "Oh my god, this guy sucks!" And it's just like, "No, I don't want to say it like that." Yeah, I'm yeah. saying it's like, you know, you know, what? who, you know, this year maybe things was way, and maybe he does pot ten, and you know, it does have it somewhat of a decent season. And we're trying to just spin it into a positive narrative. Well,
1: and you've played the game, so you have that perspective I mean, yeah. where, like, journalists and, a I, journalist was, is and doing- I
2: was dog shit, well, <laughs> so it's t- really tough for yeah. me to be critical.
1: Yeah, but you were there. Don't yeah. forget. Yeah. So people don't understand how hard it is to make it into the nhl play pro stay there for any length of time like we we know how it goes and it's
2: and and i guess in lucic's case like i probably know what he's going through because towards the end of my career my body started breaking Mm -hmm. down yeah and i just couldn't keep up with these young guys because they were so fucking fast and the game kept getting faster and faster by the time i felt you know i felt like by the time i was taking shifts you know when you spin around the bat five times? Yeah. And then you're all busy and you try to run? <laughs> That's what I felt like during my fucking shifts out there towards the end of my career. Even in, in, like, in, in and the And you're A- still young. Yeah, even in the AHL. So, like. I- I know what the struggle is every day hoping that you wake up and everything is actually working properly that day and it's probably <laughs> like, not the case for some of these guys and they're, 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 okay,
1: they're I didn't play pro hockey and I feel that way every day I'm like fuck what's going to hurt today <laughs> My <like, "Yeah>, damn hips <laughs> there was actually well you've point. given birth <laughs> yeah. that's a whole that's, different yeah. element Doing ladies right. yeah. 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 you know what there was a point that Ray played here he was like 38 I had must have I don't know if I had a crazy workout but my body was killing me and I had this epiphany as I'm driving because I'm like fuck He's getting slammed against the boards by guys that are like 240 pounds, 26 years old. Like, yeah. I'm like,
2: Oh, and he Ray, probably Ray was undersized too. Like, yeah. He took the pounding. <laughs> but like, no, but like, but it really but it was that a,
1: moment where I was like, Oh my God, I was at the gym and yeah. I, I'm hurting. Like, hey. And then, so I had this, like, I felt a little bad for him for a minute. And then I just said, you have to keep playing.
2: Like, since we're <laughs> the subject of Ray, my opinion on Ray is just like uh, the ultimate professional. He always kept on with his off-ice habits. He, he, he took care of himself in the off-season. Oh yeah, 100. He, like the older
1: in, he got, the more he trained in the in the summer. I would come, last time.
2: I would come in early, like often, because I was single. I didn't have a family, right? So I like being around the rink. I would come in sometimes a little early, and Ray would be doing like a like a forty minute climb bike ride before <laughs> practice. And I'm like, what? No. What are you doing, man? Like what the fuck is wrong? With- yeah, sleep in. Dude, I'm like, hey, what kind of drugs are you on? You to get on this. Shit. Was he
1: racing like the,
2: the team jammer no, was the guy those- next to him?
1: Because he will race anyone anytime. Oh
2: fuck. He was on there and, and and it was those old sidebacks too. So there is no cheating. Yeah. Like these spin bikes you can just kinda Get, get right. a thing going and if, put it to a certain level where it ain't that hard. No, man, you had to push. Yeah. And Ray was fuck. He was a beast. So right. he still
1: does that, just so you know. Yeah. Like he gave himself a little break, and then shortly after he retired, he was like, he got back in the on the bike and he's riding and he's he's like, fuck, oh, I puked today. And I'm like, you yeah. uh, made yourself- You know, you don't have to do that anymore. Like, yeah. Just take a
2: ride. Well, and remembers is, is is he still thinks he's he's where he's at? Yeah. And that's one thing I'm noticing with like the like the less and less I'm in the gym is like oh my god my standards. The last time I remember where I was mm-hmm. when I was working out full time. Oh my god, what happened? Love- so do you beat
1: yourself <laughs> up then, or do you are you just like no good for me today? I made it to the gym. Are no, you like, I, no, I, I got, I've been- I have to get to where I was.
2: I've been making a conscious effort and it's, it's honestly, I I like the way I look when I work out, of course, but it's, it's more mental. Totally. Well, that's all you know, right? That's all you're used to. I I have this theory that if you were a professional athlete, that you spent majority of your life where your natural endorphins were pumping on most days, where all of a sudden when you stop doing that, when you retire, a lot of these guys fall into these holes Mm -hmm. because they're not... They're not getting their brain capacity to where it was because all of a sudden, when when like, you know, you're not around the guys anymore, and you're not working out, and things are less fun, Mm -hmm. is you kind of like you get depressed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And remember, a lot of these guys, that's being snatched from them right away. Yeah, because not a lot of them land into like a coaching position. Yeah, and
1: not every career ends the way I most yeah. don't end the way you want it to you don't all get to go hoisting Never. the
2: stanley cup i would say one of every 10 players yeah. goes out on their own terms
0: 100 and are you what year are you in in retirement how many years out
2: three years now okay so I, I i personally couldn't couldn't have been happier with the way it played out obviously to where it's gone now i always knew i wanted to jump into media but like I I did that film project right after I retired, just kind of being like, hey, let's see if I can fucking do this. Mm -hmm. Like this is, I've been smoking a lot of dope lately and this is what I've been thinking in my brain. (laughs) So let's (laughs) actually see if I can (laughs) maybe execute this fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? And it turned into like, hey, it wasn't like the the greatest thing, but I had 14 NHL guys like acting and shit. They didn't even know what the fuck they were doing. It somehow made the storyline go. Whereas it, 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 it showed a lot of people like, Oh my God, this guy can push content. We don't, we've never had a guy like that before in the NHL. And guess what? No one's watching TV anymore. Everyone's on their fucking phones. Well, I feel
0: like when you, so like, obviously we came here at the same time as you. And then you started kind of becoming more of like a personality. Like, did you just kind of, were you like less shy about it or you're just like, whatever, I'm just going to be me. Like, how did you, I don't,
2: I don't, the honest truth was it was very organic. And like, I didn't, I didn't want to get on Twitter. Scotty Upshaw told me to, you have to, you have to. And I was like, nah. And then I kind of like, when I got on it, I'm like, Oh, like people, people like when the original concept or people, what they thought it was, how it was described to me anyway, Mm -hmm. is you like tweet people what you're going to go do. Oh, heading to the mall. Yeah. Oh, going to fucking eat at this restaurant. And it's like, so people in their heads had it pegged as like, that's ridiculous. Why am I going to fucking like, yeah. I'm not narcissistic to think that people give a fuck. They want to know where I'm going at all times. Yeah. That is crazy. So you're, you, they alienated so much of their, uh, their user base right off that. But I think once this people started jumping on it and being like, Oh dude, I could just rip off jokes and one liners and yeah. comment about what things, what things are happening in real time. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of quickly took the line on its own. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a lot of people using Twitter now, so yeah. and that was one. That was the probably the platform where I originally grew the most on because I was in the old climate and and I was a professional athlete, i so where yeah. the fuck with that. Exactly, wanted to. that's yeah. why I
1: felt like you stand out to me in that regard. Like I didn't know I, 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 didn't, yeah. I
2: didn't care because it was like genuine, where it was yeah. like, hey, I'm just gonna like tweet my uh, opinion on this, which I do a lot less now because because yeah. now now I've shifted the focus yeah. where I don't, I don't want to argue with people on Twitter. Oh, all God. The time. Yeah. Like it's no. just like you go in well, circles with these and, idiots and it's, and it's, it's eating away at my money. Yeah. yeah. Like why What's would I invest point? That's it. I've, I've grown that side of it. It's probably going to stay where it is now. Yeah. Now I want to direct them to where they could hear me actually with somewhat thought on things on the podcast because in certain subjects we dive into mm-hmm. I want to give you the perception of usually what the athlete was going through in each case and okay. yes are we more player sympathetic and do some people hate that perspective because they're like, these people are making millions no well then yeah you're going to hate my fucking opinion yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's cool that I'm able to now direct it to, to that it's 100% you always got to shift it Now now okay podcast is what it is now what's the next thing is it growing the YouTube? Yeah, is that where I've all heard f- that
1: I've heard that's where it's kind of heading. That's where it's really heading. Yeah. So now
2: we're trying to grow our YouTube channel. Whereas, yeah. like, we're just trying to we're trying to shift and, and, and adapt to where where the crowd is, yeah. and we want to entertain hockey fans. We it yeah. to be like, hey, this is what these guys are like.
1: Yeah, and you, I think that it's cool because you've given people a glimpse inside of that where before on Twitter, I don't know, like you just, you saw the guys on the ice and there was such a separation of that's what they do, but they actually you don't know who they are. No. And you've kind of brought that out a little bit. And I think you're really great at it. I said this to you over dinner, like a couple of years ago, cause I'm like, you're so genuine in your delivery. I love to watch your bits that you did on TV. Cause it wasn't, nothing sounded scripted. It was no, like, I just shit,
2: just, scripted. I it just
1: rolls off your tongue. And, and it, it, it's, so, and I'm in, I'm in like yeah, when I'm watching so, it, I'm like, what's all going to do today? Yeah.
0: But like she said, like you're so genuine. Like when you, I oh, like when I see you interact with people and said, so you ask questions cause you, you generally want to know. Yeah. the answer. like you oh. Oh, man. Man. You're all in.
2: I'd say that's one of my biggest assets is asking questions. And like yeah. you're talking about more of it on a personal level where it's like, 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 Hey, Oh, like, Oh, where are you from? Like, but like it to to like, learn how to do all this stuff, even with the podcast mm-hmm. stuff and even with the behind the scenes stuff is like, you have to like, I'm asking people yeah. how, why did you do that? Yeah. why did you yeah. do that? Okay. And then maybe I, maybe I'll say, Hey, like I'll challenge him. I'll say like, would it be wiser to do it this way? Maybe yeah. like, are we wasting time here? Yeah. Sometimes people take that in a negative sense where I'm like, no, no I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to problem solve here. And maybe my, maybe my, uh, my tone might get a little too aggressive sometimes because I'm like, how the fuck hasn't someone already thought <laughs> yeah. of that? Yeah. I'm worrying about all this I'm Like, guys. Come on here. Come on here. Like I got, yeah. I got angry recently because, uh, the Pink Whitney stuff, it's taking on a mind of its own. Mm-hmm. And we had a uh, we were going to Illinois in Chicago because we they'd sold the second highest selling alcohol in the state of Illinois in the month of September was Pink Whitney behind yeah. Tito's vodka. Wow, so we were congrats. gonna go reward all those people in Chicago yeah. with like an appearance and a like a, a live display of this Pink Whitney. And we have somebody on on the account who's responsible for the Pink Whitney stuff, which it should be getting that much attention because it's fucking selling that much. Yeah. So I wake up the morning I'm flying out for the event, and the the I'm like, has I haven't seen a graphic for on our social media for it yet. We're two days out. Like this is a promotional yeah. event. Like, yeah. People have things to do. And we're going to Chicago. Something. So I wrote an email. I said, like, Mike, is this a closed event or is this for the general public? Well, the, the, somebody thought it would be wise to like kind of like surprise drop it on social media where I'm like, why? Yeah. We want more people there. I want to yeah. want to interact with more people that yeah. like what I'm doing because I get more feedback. I get to yeah. shake their hands. They get a Give more them a, a chance to get there. To they see. get more of a personal experience. They buy a bottle. So now, and then, they, and then they're going to post about it on social media because that's what people do. Yeah. So now, let's say we had twice the amount of people there. That 150, 150 extra people would have reached maybe five to 10,000 mm-hmm. because you got, you're posting the picture with the bottle and the backboard people. What's this? Yeah. What is this? I'm interested. Why are these people doing this? Yeah. And and like, that's where I'm like, guys missed opportunity. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Yeah.
1: But that's great. Look at where your mind is gone. Yeah. You know, like
2: you, you've yeah. taken
1: on, uh, you're on the business side of things. Yeah.
2: Maybe? Like you're so
0: a few steps ahead of everybody. Right.
2: And it's fun. It's, it's knew? a game. It's yeah. A, <laughs> it's, um, one thing that you miss when you retire from pro sports is that competitive nature again. Mm-hmm. Well, I, fa- I found a, f- a bigger fire yeah. because like I-, I could only get to a certain ceiling in hockey. Like I wasn't like I had the certain skill set and I had to fight to get to the NHL. And that's why I did it. I, found, I, I, I maneuvered mm-hmm. when I was a defenseman and I used to play and not fight much. I knew I wasn't good enough. So it was like, hey, are you gonna fucking fight and be a meatball and then make more money, yeah. or or do you want to just stay in the American League? Yeah. You have you have your fork in the road here. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. And 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 I and I adapted. And the same thing here. And, and i and now I'm a, I'm fucking passionate for it.
1: I can see that. Yeah. I love yeah. it. And obviously, that's you're successful. It's going well. But you're driving the car, sure. Yeah. So that's one, one
2: thing. That one thing is, is like being self aware is, is important too. Is I, I I do understand that there is a day where like it's like, and yeah. hey, that's kind of old news. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like fun learning the business side of it because that might lead into a job after this. Right. Like the brand might eventually dry up. What are you going to shift to next? next? What am I going to occupy my time with next? Because if you don't have a purpose, yeah, then you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. And but, you're liking your role as the Coyotes then too? Yeah. Yeah. It keeps me, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard because it, it does take up a decent chunk of my time where now, now I've been given the platform to Barstool and really because if I think of something now, people trust me enough where they're going to know I'm going to be able to execute it. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, cause you've proven yourself. Yeah. Whereas now I want to do more creative, yeah. more More, I want to show. I want to do more interaction with the players. Right? There was this idea we had with Brent Burns because we interviewed him at the All Star. Mm -hmm. He's got this ranch in Texas. Yeah. I want to go live on the ranch in Texas Mm -hmm. with him and do a content piece. I want to do a Road Warriors for that. But I only have so much time, right? Yeah. And if I wasn't doing Coyotes, I'd be able to do more of that. But I do also love doing that, so it's hard. It's like you. It's 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 going to be like a hard breakup eventually because Mm -hmm. I know eventually it's going to get to Mm -hmm. the point where I'm like man, I want to go do crazier, wackier shit. And I may land on my face, but I'm in a place financially where that does happen. And I could probably always come back and fall back on this. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, at least you're figuring that out as you go. I think there's kind of a good balance and you'll find, cause I can't see you sitting in a position where you're bored or maybe not challenged. So you saying that, I kind of feel like you'll know when there's the time yeah. you're like, Look,
2: I got to and, 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 and it'll be sad because it'll be a part of your life that's over and like I think that I, I think what's worse about it though is like not understanding that the time's up and and bowing out right, yeah. being like hey it's been a good ride Yeah. like you don't want to be the guy who's like oh like dude you're still around telling kill stories <laughs> at 45 and you don't have a family yet like I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying this rock star lifestyle a little bit I hope that eventually I'll be able to weed out of it <laughs> No, I, I mentioned the word purpose and, and like I love the business side of it and ultimately, but like what drives me to do the podcast and and do what I'm doing now is like, I feel like I'm genuinely giving back to the game and it's given me a lot. Mm -hmm. That's obvious. Like I've gotten to live an incredible life because of the game of hockey. So now I feel like I want to give this access behind the scenes Mm -hmm. to these fans who were paying my salary. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And it was a lot for what I did. And I want to be like, yo, this is like, this is what what I did. Yeah, this is this, I was in the locker this room saying this yeah. shit. Yeah, and this is how we were in the locker room. Yeah, some of the guys wouldn't be comfortable coming on here and saying it like they yeah. did in the locker room. Yeah, but some guys would. <laughs> That's and right. Then we get enough of those. Yeah.
1: And here's the mic. So and, step up. And
2: and, uh, and and the second thing would be um, is is showing how cool these guys really are. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes these guys don't have a voice and don't get benefited out. That's true. And they
1: are dehumanized. They are. They're robots Mm -hmm. and-
2: We had Mike Richards come on and it was great to hear from him. And like, I remember someone after was like, oh, you guys are fucking pussy journals. Like you didn't go, you didn't fucking talk about the drug stuff and like all the 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 ending and how it got, I mean, I'm like, man, like what's that gonna do? He didn't, he obviously didn't want to talk about it because he fucking told us he didn't. Yeah. Two, it's, there's probably legal shit involved where he can't. If he wants to fucking see a lot more money, then he settled on a certain thing to just... It, it gets kept out of the public eye. Yeah. Let's just make this fucking go away, right? Yeah. There's different layers that people will never understand and never mm-hmm. sympathize for either party on. Yeah. But... I don't. I don't fucking care about those people. Those people can lick my nuts. I know
0: both well, because I'm not
2: there to bring them down. I'm there to show you what. The, yeah, their what perspective. the good part is. Exactly. Yeah. Their
0: Perspective. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, all, everybody has some sort of shit they don't want exposed. Okay, like random stranger who is like ripping on Mike Richards. Like, what? You, let's talk about your shit. Like, let's expose oh, you. Oh.
2: Hundred percent. And 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 that's that's what I, I guess is, is hard for some of them to understand is that. Just because you're, you're 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 paying for the ticket doesn't mean you get that access. No, like you're you're, you're it's like going to a movie. Like you're going there to be entertained. Mm-hmm. You're not like those actors who act in those movies owe you not a goddamn thing. Yeah, <laughs> they don't owe you anything. No, they don't. Now I understand though, and, and, and like I did in, in, in the hockey side of it, and now in the the like the media side of it is. I don't mind giving them that much access and that much of my time. That's just me. It's you appreciation, being like, I am so grateful because I understand I ain't that big of a deal, but my small loyal following does make me kind of a big deal. So mm-hmm. it's nice. Yeah. And, ha- and if I, if I didn't have them, I don't, I don't think I have enough talent to keep <laughs> anyone else around. You know, <laughs> I think being nice to people goes a long way. Yeah,
1: that's, that's a great partnership. When you were finished playing, and you realized that it was over for you. Then how was that transition for you?
2: Um, I, I luckily went out kind of on my own terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had, a, I had a really tough time after my last year in the NHL. Yeah. Cause I, my agent and, and myself thought I was going to get a one way somewhere else. There was talks with a couple teams, one mainly Washington and it fell through. And then the next thing, next thing you know, like training camp was there And I'm like, oh, like, can we get like an American League deal at a good number? And there was just nothing there. Yeah. And this Mm -hmm. is the time fighting was kind of being shifted out. Mm -hmm. So there was, you know, a little less, few less jobs. Right. So I, I I was after St. Louis's PTO, I went home and I was like sitting on my couch and I went through depression. Whereas I, I never from that before that ever suffered what real depression Mm -hmm. was. And I like it made me physically ill. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's hard
1: for people to understand that if they've never experienced it. It was and wild. You don't wish it on anyone. And, so.
2: and and it was a humbling experience because I don't think that people who haven't been through that can be as empathetic towards people who say they're going through that mm-hmm. than as if you've been through it. Of yeah. course. I mean, I guess that's the obvious. Yeah. But but. It is, it is being thrown around a lot now mm-hmm. where maybe a lot of people are, are being like, whoa, like this is like all of a sudden it's like a very big epidemic. Are people tr- maybe trying to take advantage of it a little bit? No. If they were going through what, what I went through over how little even the circumstances were, mm-hmm. Listen, I had I had money in the bank. I didn't have any debt. I wasn't going through any type of real struggle. I couldn't get a contract for hockey to play ice hockey to make go make another hundred or hundred fifty grand. Like, I wasn't even going through something that would like people everyday life struggles exactly. But that's
1: that's the scary part, and that's what makes it so real. Is that listen? I live in a beautiful house. Uh, My kids are healthy. My family is great. My marriage is healthy. Why am I in a funk? Like
2: and then people and like, will be like, I you're complaining, it. but it's just like you it can't, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you can't pick and choose. It no, doesn't matter. It's like that's why, like the guy, people are like the, who are like shitting on the professional athlete mm-hmm. who's making thirty million and he's like brutal now. Where it's like guys, like let's just let him be like well, he got he the money be bad yeah, to exactly.
1: that's my thing like do you think he wants to play, he play? Is, do you think he sucks on yeah like that? Like, got, does he want to be in a slump right now you, no it's,
2: he yeah it's like you got to lay off him yeah. it, it sucks sometimes when those guys who are going through that handle it in a very negative way with their pointing fingers yeah but i think anyone with common sense would be able to say oh god this guy's really hurt inside yeah. well,
1: so how did you get through that then
2: um, well, I was fortunate enough where my agent called Don Maloney and he said, hey, like Biz is on the couch. He's I don't think he's doing great. Like, like he needs to, and it was more of a favor because they, yeah. maybe they thought that I'd done enough for the carrier's organization to like, hey, well, it was they signed me to a PTO. Yeah. I didn't last there very long. I, um, I, I really didn't get, I, I, I something was off. The feng shui was off. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I, I don't think I vibe well with some of the guys on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because of the place I was in maybe I was like uh, maybe their perception of it would have been different than mine mm-hmm. but nonetheless it didn't work out I got released off the PTO like maybe five weeks into it but in the midst of that I played against the Manchester Monarchs and Mike Stuthers who's my coach and junior was coaching there and like obviously afterward like we went up and talked and like you know it was like you know I think he saw what I was going through yeah and he goes, hey, like and I told him, I'm like, I don't really like it here. I'm not vibing well. I could see this ending. Yeah. And he's like, well, let me know if it does. And I got snipped. I went right back into that depression. Yeah. And I had to call in another favor. So yeah. I called Stutz and and I said, Yo, I said I need I, I need a team right now. And I, I can't go back home. Like yeah. I'm gonna be in rough shape. Yeah. So he he's like he's like, Oh yeah, I'll call Feuds. So he called Feuds, Mike Feuda, who's like a president for the team. And he goes, Biz, we're okay with it. We just got to call Dean Lombardi. And I remember he called me back like 30 minutes later. He goes, Dean said, no problem. He goes, pack your stuff, come over to match. And he said, just... He goes, Dean says, stay the fuck off that Twitter shit (laughs) in in a half joking manner. But But you're like, that's why I went dark on Twitter for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just, it was the, 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 the pain I knew I would have gone through if I would have harmed my career Mm -hmm. by tweeting something stupid out and and making them look bad. It wasn't worth it anymore. I was that, I was like, holy shit. This is like, that's what being, that's what being dependent's like. And and when you're in a bad Mm -hmm. place, it's like Mm -hmm. I needed them. But we we had an incredible team. We won fifty something games that year. We ended up winning the Caller Cup, mm-hmm. awesome. and it just like it went it went from like very dark to very happy. Ended up getting another contract for the next year. The team was moving to California, and and it was like fuck. Like life's life's back. Yeah. But it was a wake up call, being like, hey, it's it's not going to last forever here. Mm-hmm. We yeah. got to shift the focus. What are we going to do?
1: Yeah. And
2: this is when Whitney ended up tweeting me about uh, the podcast. I said, "Hey, let me get my feet wet." My last year, I tore my ACL. Met with Rich Nair. Mm-hmm. They were having issues with they were they, they were, were gonna replace the radio guy, the the color guy. Mm-hmm. So um, so it was like, okay, wow, I'm gonna like shift over to the Coyotes. So I broke like told them um, I was gonna commit and you know told that the uh, Ontario ran this is gonna be my last year. Yeah. And I, I was going to try to come back and play, though. Yeah. I ended up fucking tearing my other ACL oh, when I first shit. came back. So I, I, I still have the one torn anyway. But it it, it ended the way I knew it was going to end, where mm-hmm. it was at last year. It sucks that I went out the way I went out. But that summer is when I dove right into that film project.
1: Okay. Being awesome. like,
2: you got it, you, so you got it. You got your
1: mind busy, too, yeah. which is
2: stimulate your mind Mm -hmm. find something. And then I did that. And then that opened up so many other doors. And that's why we're, I feel comfortable in front of the camera. That's Mm -hmm. why I know, Hey, let's do it. Like we did that time, like this time, what what lens are we using?
0: Yeah. I mean, just being around the guys again. Right. Even like I find, and I know Bridget's the same, like even it's just like the comfort level of the hockey world. Right. Even if we don't know somebody, it's just kind of that comfort level. So it's like, you're being around guys, like you're being like around the NHL guys. Even if you weren't teammates before and you guys are still hanging out and having fun, like that's still up your alley.
2: Well, and then you guys are just trying to bring it to light. You're like, "This is what the what, this is what the hockey wives girls were like. Yeah. <laughs> we would get together, we drink wine, we talk about silly shit, like whether anybody, we don't the, talk
1: about hockey in case <laughs> anyone wants to know, right?
2: You guys talk about like well, we, okay, so let's talk about that one retreat you throw on. Mm-hmm. Do you guys mention that quite often on the podcast? Yeah, we've been
0: yeah. talking about it because yeah. everyone's like, "I need to come this year. What are the dates? So
2: Whereas, what, yeah, so just we, like just like uh, guys who need their guy time." Yeah. There are guys who who are very, like, they don't hang around the locker room much and they're on their own. But there's, you guys are the hockey wife side of it that, like, you wanted a social life, too. And you wanted to meet fun, cute girls that were into what you guys were into. And you wanted a separation from, just like the boys when they go out and have beers with the boys, they want the separation from the rink. You need your separation from mom life. You guys want to feel sexy and do fun shit, too. You
1: know what? It was just a social, like, it's... We were there to watch our guys play, obviously, but it, it was—it turned into our families because we don't live at home. We're not on a team like you guys are, so we're not waltzing into 26 best buddies. Right. But relationships are formed, and and we
0: need it. We really need it. Totally. It's yeah. It's our it's our life. Like, and and then, I mean, like, and even some girls too. Like, we're the kind of the same again with this where. A lot of girls don't really lighten up. Sometimes, like you go out and you're like, "Okay, like let loose, girls." Like we always encourage that because you know some of the girls are like yeah. just be proper, and we're like, "No, Like, <laughs> we're gonna fuck this place up. We're gonna moonwalk." Across yeah, the bar because
2: they're like- probably getting the pep talk. <laughs> like here, here's the thing: I'm probably guilty of it too. Whereas, like you know, I, I've been, in, I've told my girlfriend before, "Hey, like." Told her down again, right? Like you know, like, you don't gotta go crazy, right? Because like you're trying to, you know, you don't want to like, you don't want your girl being the one fucking like chirping the captain, right? Like oh, and, and like yeah, some people are like oh, like that's vulgar. Where uh, I'm, a, I, I, I like it's kind of like a sport to me, and there's, and there's a, there's also a female demographic who it for sport as well. That's so, true. You're not alone. So the, where they would talk like that too. I'm not yeah. being a hypocrite. I mean, no, just, you're not. It's, I just hate fair. how it's like. Uh, it's kind of like, oh, like he's a pig. It's like, no, like there's uh, girls who view sex the same way I do. Yeah. Like we just put. We don't put the it on sport, a pedestal. I like it. No,
0: to it's To sport.
2: Yeah. are like, look at that hot person. I'm gonna go fuck that hot person. <laughs> it's like, I want, oh, oh, I want to get, and I want to get the ten. I want to get the ten. I want the top prize. You know, like. <laughs> but
0: when you were so the freak, was it our last year here? Maybe. And I had a girlfriend staying with me, and you guys were talking on Instagram. And then, so, he, Paul texts Jason, he's like, how's that chick staying at your house? And Jason hadn't really seen her that much.
2: Oh, God. That was an incredible experience.
0: That was a straight out of a <laughs> that, movie. That was...
2: Uh, <laughs> I remember we were flying out the next day and and I, yeah, we, we had a wonderful night together and it was, it was, it was, it was a mutual agreement, right? And she might say to one of her girlfriends, like, look at this piece of meat I caught. She might've, no, that was I'm okay with her (laughs) saying that. It It was a sport
0: for her. And you guys were flying out because we were chatting about it in the casita and our casita wall shared. Wall with our closet and Jason was packing and sleeping in the closet, closet that night <laughs> he could hear the whole story when she came back in the morning
2: oh, we were howling he's
0: like what are they doing and then he she started was, listening oh, it was straight up. that's story. one of those
2: situa- I mean but now on the side of that when you are doing it for sport, <laughs> sometimes there are some not so pleasant stories yeah and that's why I bring those to our podcast too like, <laughs> I told a, a story about shitty Cindy and this girl who <laughs> when she orgasms she shit in the bed oh, I, was staying, God. I was staying at a friend oh. I was staying at a friend's place and keep in mind I just had sports hernia surgery okay so okay. that's how horny I am as a guy when Yeah. I, I, I can't even move You just around. had I'm surgery probably,
1: and you still want to do it.
2: I, I just want to get my gun off, right? That's like, dude, do you have a problem?
1: Yeah.
2: Do you have a problem? And I'm yeah. probably like, yeah, I probably have a problem. Um, but <laughs> I know, this is fucked up. So she comes over and she's tipsy and she's like a woman, you know? You can just tell when she wants like some young fox to just. Right. Anyway, Andrew, she's quivering right. when I'm kissing her. It's kind of turning me on, too, right? <laughs> so she's like, you know, I'm having sex with a missionary because that's one of my only options. <laughs> and, uh, and she, yeah, she orgasms and she shits in the bed. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God I'm like, you shit in the bed? She's like, oh, my God, I did like <laughs>
1: Did you say I do that all the time or? I,
2: I mean, honest. no, but it's just like, you're like, you're like, oh my God. First whoops. of all,
1: what? Whoops,
2: I'm going to try to make this as comfortable for her as possible. I can only imagine what she's going through in her head right now. Like, she has done the cracking. Right? How
1: horrifying. <laughs> horrifying
2: How as a fun. female to have shit the bed. Yeah. As a, which, which will bring me into another story after this. Right? But it, it and then what was crazier about the story is when we went, I'm like, I'm kind of a dirtball and horny, and we went to finish off in the bathroom. Oh. Let's leave that area, That's right. Clean okay? Up. Let's go to a new area so I can get my gun off, okay? So she's playing with herself. Well, me off. I, I don't, I don't know why my voice got lower there, but I'm trying, <laughs> I mean, this is non aggressive as possible. But as soon as you I came, she came again, and, and blood came out of her pussy. What? It was, and I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? Just Literally, i in the bathroom, yeah. on the marble white floor, and, 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 I, and I, I belped out the words like, what? You know, after I just finished, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> This is some type of is Is Ashton Kutcher gonna pop yeah. out of the closet? Yeah, right and now? my wife is her
1: body shutting and down. Am yeah. I being pumped? Chick is
0: dying. <laughs> she's and, shutting and, down and, and she's I, excreting out of everything. And I
2: foot. thought the entire story was just too funny not to tell because oh God. And I get that it's vulgar. I love uh, shitty sense Here's the kicker, oh here's the kicker though, is is uh, I, she she did well for herself. She was a businesswoman. I made her pay for half the sheets. <laughs> Like and, and, and buying you new sheets, did she, or did you? No, I was staying them? at a friend's. Oh, you and they were a very nice sheets. Oh. So I, I made her, uh, I made her drop me off some money in her, uh, in her vehicle. She, it was like a business oh, transaction. God, I, you <laughs> know, I'm
1: mortifying for her too. You know? Dump. No, uh, she I mean, was mean, like here, but
0: she used to this though.
2: She was like mad, and I'm like, yo, I'm a principal guy. I'm <laughs> eating half the cost of you, you. <laughs> Shitting the bed, okay. There was no warning I am willing. Really, the fact that you were giving me a hard time about me wanting you to pay half is ridiculous, right? Yeah. That's right. where I'm like equality. Yeah. Open the door. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. You can't have your cake and eat it too, ladies. Well, because
0: if you shit on her sheets, you'd be you'd have oh, to She'd be making
2: it. I would pay for the yeah. entire sheets. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Come on. I mean, I, I I say on the podcast like when I take hey. my CBD stuff. My Can I brands, the company that I helped start, quick plug for me. Yeah, do oh, it.
0: We, we bought some. I'm bringing some home.
2: It's unbelievable. The sleep stuff is incredible, guys. I have mm. a hard time shutting my brain off. I, I take it and and I get my – sometimes I may wake up a little groggy. Yeah. But to me, it's like I hit the recharge button. Wow. I needed that. Like
1: eight solid hours of sleep?
2: Yeah. Whereas like, in the, if you wake up in the middle of the night – I have so much on my plate now that when I wake up in the middle of the night, if I see my, I got in a text about something, maybe before I fell asleep, like, or when I fell asleep, it came in after. Yeah. Now I'm worried about it yeah. and I'm up and like, I had oh, to look yeah. at it because that's just me. Right. Yeah. I'm too tired when I wake up in the middle. night like, when I take this, I yeah. have to go yeah. piss. Now the point may, being is, uh, you know, we're talking about the feces <laughs> yeah. life, is I sometimes I'm, I'm so in sleep that I, I end up pissing the bed. Mm. But whatever. That's fair. I don't give a shit. I'm not embarrassed by that. I'm getting good sleep. You're just jealous.
0: But we bought some of that stuff, so I don't want. Jason to piss the bed on me, so. Just put well, listen. If you're listening with,
2: and you're like, "Oh, congratulations! Like, I can get eight hours and I don't piss the bed." <laughs> Fuck you, okay? You were blessed yeah. with the ability to like not stress about shit and not wet the bed when you're getting a good night's <laughs> sleep, okay? So don't wet the bed shame. Mate. I'll get the fucking hashtag. Everyone on you has everything.
1: Everyone has everything. <laughs> hey, so you've clearly been a bit of a serial dater. Is there anyone oh, special? Fine.
2: Right no one's special right now. I was on and off with Andy for a while. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Are you looking? Are you ready?
2: No, I'm I I have come to the realization that because life is so hectic right mm-hmm. now and I'm, I'm very selfish because like I'm you know, I'm I'm a scatter brain where I'm doing all this different shit and life's moving fast. And like I don't I don't have the time or energy to truly maintain a relationship. Yeah. You
1: know, it takes So maybe more- it'll be something that sneaks up on you. Like I don't think it's not like you're out there looking,
2: but you're. We t- okay? So we talked about coming to the realization where like you're the brands maybe watering up a bit, and like it's just this, you can't keep putting on mm-hmm. the same shtick forever. Is like if I can ride this till I'm like maybe near forty, it'd be cool, and then transition to something else. Yeah. Or maybe then I'm like, yeah, like I I care enough about this individual. Yeah, I, I think she's bringing enough enough positive to my life in in a sense of where she's got her own shit going on. Mm-hmm. She's making her own money. She's very independent. She's got a good head on her shoulders. We, we we see the same future, whether that's having kids or not. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things that have to align in order yeah. to yeah. at this point.
1: Which was my next question. I'm like, so what is on the wish list? And that's kinda like you're
0: independent. true yeah. sure. Listen,
2: I'm 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 high maintenance as shit <laughs> and I'm fucking picky. And it's like I get that I'm I'm a, maybe a bit of a hypocrite on, on, on it, but it's, it's, it's like love. And it's, if, if I'm going to get married, it's going to last forever. I need to find the, the yeah. piece that's going to fit me.
1: Yeah. Well, you're young. How old are you?
2: I'm, I'm 34. And saying that, there's a lot of things that I would need to work on as an individual and get better at mm-hmm. to maintain a healthy yeah. relationship. Like like Taylor Pyatt, like sometimes I'm like, oh, like, like I just asked, he's like, did you like push back on that? And he's like, no, dude. He goes, like, that? <laughs> yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah. I kick your worry about that. I didn't kick your yeah. battles, is." Yeah. And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, like, I don't I think not. I'll ever be that person. <laughs> yeah. I am, no. If you can logically explain to me and say, hey, other than your feelings, maybe, this is why I believe this should be the way it is. I want to challenge your thinking. And if you could prove to me that you, whatever you, you it is you believe is right, I'll fucking, I'll say, all right, all right, you got me. There's (laughs) But you're
1: open to it though. And you're open to love. It's not like you're like, no, I don't believe in that sanction. I
2: I have a hard, I have a hard time thinking that I'm going to meet someone as as beautiful and as talented and as independent and as as willing enough to put up with me.
1: Yeah. I don't know. There's a, there's someone out there.
2: They would, they would have to be a very special person, because as I said, I'm not easy to deal with, and I'm, and I'm a bit selfish, and I do slip up sometimes.
1: But at least you're being genuine about it. You're yeah. not like welting into any sort of relationship, being like,
0: I'm all, I'm all in, in, in. Like, you know, and then yeah. just,
2: yeah. It was shitty though in my last relationship, because like it's just like I, like, I should have just let go, right? And like you're dragging someone out. Mm-hmm. And that like that's where I feel shitty. That's like probably the worst. like the worst mm-hmm. that I do. Totally. And and I think that she's she's uh forgiven Sure, she's forgiven me of that. Mm-hmm. And and I, I still like we're still good friends. Like if she's like, hey, my kids wanna go to the game, they come. Like anything she'll ask, I'll do. Because yeah. I I feel because of some of the other shit that I put her through, maybe being dishonest and being a being a slime ball mm-hmm. and you know, f- you know, fucking other women. <laughs> That. Yeah, you
1: can't do that when you're. In <laughs> no,
2: no, that's yeah, that's Absolutely. another problem. <laughs>
1: Unless it's an agreement, yeah. you uh, might find someone that
2: so that's, runs
1: that same road with you. Okay, Who knows, so,
2: right? So that's um, that's something that I've I've thought about. Whereas I might need to meet someone where they're willing to incorporate other females. Well,
1: yeah.
2: Because I like I like variety.
1: But wait a second, what guess, if she
2: wants? Uh, what if like. Oh I know, yeah. hey guys, guys, hey, look, yeah. listen, I'm not saying you're you're wrong for calling me a hypocrite. I know. I, yeah, I know. I'm, but now saying that, then my perfect piece isn't that. My perfect piece is a girl who's like, no, I just want one dick. I want other girls, though. That's the perfect piece now. Mm. So there's girls who don't like uh, they don't want other guys. Check
0: your DMs because I got a DM too a while ago from this Lisa and Dylan and they want to add another girl. I was like, thank you for the offer.
2: Yeah, uh, I would uh, never, (laughs) I would never in a million years um, be the one to like ask somebody.
0: Yeah,
2: it would have to happen. Whereas, like if we're at the bar and it happens organically, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be on apps looking for that with my wife. That means you. That means you right. genuinely don't even enjoy her company, <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. You're just trying to distract yeah. yourself from your girl. I think if you go on vacation somewhere and it's like, right. yo, I think this girl's down. Yeah, right. yeah like, that, But that, you that wouldn't would, be, be cool
1: gone, with yeah. it if she was like, so I met this guy at the
2: coffee shop kind of thing. Guys, that's very, I, I think, no, that's, I mean, that's would be very difficult for me to have the thought of a, another man and my woman. I'm very <laughs> territorial. Yeah. And I and, and for those of you listening who we are like, oh fuck this guy for being a hypocrite. I'm aware. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's how my brain is wired. So you're
0: self-aware. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now we grow, we evolve. Maybe I'll get to a point where I understand, well, Paul, if you want your cake, you can't have it too, you know, like the the, the old saying. Well, maybe or
1: maybe you'll meet one where you're yeah. like, Oh my god, this one and no one else.
2: That's what I'm saying. Probably. I don't know.
1: You don't know.
0: One thing I didn't like about your serial dating, which you might not even know happened, but um, for those who don't know, cameras don't typically pan to the wives section. Um, It's just kind of a thing. They just don't do it. But Biz's seats, your tickets were behind mine. So if you gave your tickets to like hot chicks, oh god, they'd be right behind me. So of course they want to pan over to like the hot chicks, but then there's my stupid face on the jumbotron and like all the stuff. I'm like, oh thanks. Do babe. they
2: normally put the wives on the jumbotron? No. no.
0: No. Um, no they were just like, it depends on if it's a like if it's a certain game they're
2: putting for the strippers right? that I was putting in those seats on, on camera.
1: I never I would never think that the camera people know where we're sitting the, They do. they do yeah they yeah because there's a family out.
2: section
0: yeah but not every team has that some some the gear spread don't. around but here oh, really? they did it but then mm-hmm. it's like oh these like random hot chicks A couple rows back and thing then I'm like we, my we, dumb one face. thing we <laughs>
2: glanced over that uh, I don't want to completely change the subject was the fact that you guys were talking about uh the, the girl aspect of it, how hard was it going from team to team where it's like, God, I got to meet, I got to like meet these new girls and sometimes girls can be catty. Like, like girls are, girls are, uh, are very mean sometimes.
1: Yeah, there's, you know what, that's going to happen anywhere, but I never went into a team thinking people were going to be mean. I definitely though, you get a little jaded because you're a little sad that you keep forging these close relationships and then you have to say goodbye to somebody. Mm-hmm. So if anything, you're... I don't know, for me anyways, like felt a little bit protective of my own heart. <laughs> but I can't also be that person. Like I can't not make a friend. Yeah. So I would oh, go I into a new team and I'd be like, I'm just going to lay low. And then, fuck, oh, no, next, I have to work The next, next game, you know, I'm, like, at, I'm like, hey, I'm Bridget. Uh, you know, I'm Ray comes in and you're like, hey,
2: Ray, we're throwing the team party. Right? <laughs> exactly. <throwing> team <laughs> exactly. Party. It looks
1: like I'm I got a little.
2: Like, party. Hey, I got a little excited between the second and the wise vouch. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
1: I can't do it. I can't just keep... Yeah, to myself it'd be too lonely. I can't do that. So, and honestly, there weren't many Mean Girls. <clears throat> there were a couple, a couple, but, but uh, were not my favorite. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, and I'm not even bullshitting. Like it's yeah. just been no. I be awesome
2: like, that was that would be so hard if like like the wives are. There's been I've heard like horror stories, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I think we all have. But just like what it would do to like f- to the team because it's like you got. to oh, yeah. Do you have your wife's back or do you have your teammates back? It's like such a. Listen to of this interest. though.
1: This is one of my most interesting wives' room instances. I guess a player came into the wives' room once and started just shitting all over one of the other girls. Like someone that was new coming to the team, he was like, "Hey, so did you hear what what she did with so and so?" Like he was. Really? He was just throwing it down before And I didn't even tell Ray because I was like Who the fuck is this guy? Why is he coming in here Gossiping about another player Like a new player and his wife It was just a little That's sideways and I didn't even tell Ray because I was too worried about that Yeah. Uh being the only a time I stepped
2: foot in the wives' lounge was to steal your guys' food. <laughs> yeah, <and then laughs> periods. We, like that.
1: we remember. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It was just weird. Like, what yeah. guy comes in, set, sits down, and starts talking shit about someone, another player, and his yeah. wife? Well, it had never happened before in. I race. Said, no, that's that's what and I did not want to tell. you. Yeah. Like,
0: and like for our dynamic, like if if we don't have good dynamics, then it can set off like the whole locker room. Like if the wives don't, right? Like the dynamics, if there's kind of that tension.
2: Oh. For sure. That's why it's like, it's, it's, it's wild. It's an element of pro hockey that I never had to deal with. Yeah. That whereas I could only imagine like Ray, now you're, you guys were easy, right? So there's obviously guys who have had issues where it became a bit of a topic of the household Mm -hmm. all the time where they are trying to balance a family. They're trying to keep their wife happy. They're trying to maintain the relationship with the friends on the team Mm -hmm. and also put a winning product on the ice. Yeah. And if you're not performing up to standard, like these are the types of pressures that people don't understand no, that's that true. these guys have to deal with. Yeah. And that's another reason yeah. why I like talking to them and picking their brains.
1: And oddly, yeah. I was mindful of that. Like I kept that little conversation to myself. I didn't even want to tell Ray because I didn't want Ray to get into it with him and let that guy, let it cause shit in the right. locker room. Yeah. And then finally I kind of had to cave because <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're like, what the hell that is messed up? But yeah. you know,
1: like, I don't know. It's funny. I, I feel like I was always protecting the team too. Yeah. I don't oh, know if for guys sure. About but that. because, you know, yeah, like, I'm like, listen, we have our shit. I'm not gonna make our shit, a- do your
2: shit. Right. And another thing, too. Hey, say, be like, hey, guys, like this is a little bit silly. What we're even arguing yeah. about? Let's just be grown ups. Let's yeah. not let this, you know, shake waves through the team. Yeah. Because a couple girls needed some excitement in their life. Yeah. Because a lot of times that's where it stems from. Yeah. Is the is the people who need that excitement. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because like not everyone has to connect and stuff, but as long as you can be mm-hmm. at events and. Hang out, like, for the big things, like baby showers or whatever. Like, who cares what everybody else is doing?
2: Absolutely. There's, like, teammates-wise, was I buddies with everyone very closely? No. But there was a a mutual respect. I would go to bat for them. Mm -hmm. I I would pick my towel up in the locker room because I didn't think it was their responsibility. You know, there's a level (laughs) of, like, you know, how you treat others.
1: Yeah. Well, who's the hottest uh, uh, hockey wife that you... Oh, there's so team
2: many team. beautiful. I mean, you guys are fucking gorgeous. Yeah. The, well, you guys, I feel That's like your so whole lovely. clique is like you guys got all hot. Yeah, that was a good... Like that was Danielle, a good Danielle Solve is beautiful. Yeah, I love uh, Danielle. She's, yeah, a she's gorgeous. gorgeous. She's a
0: stunner. And,
2: and I mean... I mean Taylor could you oh yeah the whole gorgeous, the whole combo right. Yeah, and their kids ridiculous. are gonna be twelve.
1: Ridiculous. Yeah
2: that's <laughs> I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be doing double security for Hazel yeah, soon. <laughs> we
1: have to
2: Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> that? Who's that boy? Yeah.
1: Uncle go talk to him. Uncle Paul's picking she, me up. Yeah. she's a beauty. Yeah. Yeah. She is a beauty though. She's the guard.
2: <laughs> Uncle Bach, <Buck>, Okay. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, so uh, that's awesome though. That relationship and your um like you with the Pyatts, I think it's awesome that you guys oh, are all I, such good friends. It's extended family. It's I'm,
2: awesome. Yeah. I'm uh, grateful they're here because I don't have a lot of friends and family here. Mm. Yeah. But it's where I am. So it's difficult yeah. because, you know, some, some days I get lonely because yeah. I, I can't. One thing that's hard is, like, I, I'm not strong enough in order I have the time enough to have a relationship. I know that. But it's like sometimes you... You want to like have someone next to you. Yeah. Like I'm my own human. Yeah. yeah I want to snuggle. <laughs> but, like I don't let that many people in. Yeah. And I don't like it's and it's hard to meet like beautiful, competent women that you would you would want to be with in public. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you just sidle up to Danielle.
2: <laughs> no, what I'm saying is She's like over there and no, what I'm saying is <laughs> like I get to go to dinner with them and yes. socialize. No. So I, well I get know, that
0: fun. family feel too, right? Like it's probably nice. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I, I have it with over. them. Yeah, sorry, we had Hazel it with them for too. three like,
2: hours and then you're oh, like, yeah. perfect. That's all I need <laughs> yeah. for the next month. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's read a book, Hazel. Get my kid fixed. Yeah.
0: Fix. yeah. <laughs> well, sure.
1: you're welcome to come over here anytime. We're running in and out, but yeah. we like to just hang out and watch TV. And I love it. We got a comfortable couch.
2: Yeah. Anytime
1: you want to. I feel like
2: uh, I feel like uh, Ray. Uh, our relationship went a little bit downhill after I, I really embarrassed him. That. Uh What's this golf course? Whisper Rock. Uh, <laughs> you
1: do. I, th- I just. Ray like, doesn't get embarrassed,
2: I think first of all. He, I think he was so disgusted by my athleticism <laughs> yeah. on display on that golf course that he just lost the level of respect for me. <laughs> and yeah. then to boot, okay, you want to talk about other dumb Twitter shit that I've said? <laughs> so he brings me to Whisper Rock. Phil Mickelson's a big deal there. I think mm-hmm. he helped uh, design the course. <laughs> so, like, my experience was shitty because I sucked. So I'm like, eh, hey, at least I'll get a joke out of it. And I said, hey, just shot a 130 at Whisper Rock. Uh, 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 good news, though. I, I, I saw Phil Mickelson's, like, uh, bra for his bitch tits in his locker. Oh, no. Because, <laughs> you know, he's got those man boobs. Oh, <laughs> this
1: is something I don't know. And then, and
2: then, like, and then I think, like, Ray, like, texted me later that night. We're like, he's like, bud. <laughs> I had to golf with you all day and now you're going to make me look like an asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. <Biz. laughs> like, so I, I don't think he knows how apologetic I am for that. So hopefully you could play this clip for him. I and you can know that that was just one of my many brain farts <laughs> where the filter just wasn't there to catch you. <laughs>
0: like this will be funny. <laughs> you enjoyed your
1: day at Whisper Rock.
2: He I shot a one thirty. It. <laughs> it was miserable. Is that bad? It's I'm terrible.
1: That, <laughs> Listen, it's an all men's club. I'm afraid that to step out of the car when I pick him up there sometimes. Oh, yeah, I think the ground is okay. going to swallow okay,
2: me. Okay, up. so here's a question for you. So there's this, um, you know, of course, under today's climate, it's it's mm-hmm. a lot of like, oh, like a. Uh, An all men's golf course shouldn't exist. Like, it's just like, do you guys care that men have their own shit?
0: No. I don't care. I do not. Please go. Like, I don't,
1: I don't want to be there. So saying.
0: I always tell, I'm like, go do guys trips, go golf, like go do shit with dudes. Like, and just dudes sometimes. Like.
2: You, you guys do your girl, we talked about your girl retreats. We
0: do tons of girls trips.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Around. I don't, really like, I don't get off, too worried. Man. No,
1: I don't get too worried about it. I could see that there would be some that might. Like, I don't get worked up. I don't get worked up to it go back. Not, it Whisper Rock can be all men. I'll go to the parties and I don't <laughs> I don't care.
0: Like, I do like their
1: squaw next door. It. Yeah, yeah it's whatever. Fun. Oh, <laughs> it's fun, Paul. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love that you came. You've been awesome. And um, you've been an awesome sounding board for us too. And we've got questions. Yeah. We're like, how oh, the fuck do we do this? I, my
2: advice to you guys is is just keep doing it. You're going to keep getting better. I wish I could tell you that you, you're you not going to get nervous before interviews. I still get really nervous. Because it's you know I got nervous before I played hockey games. Mm-hmm. So that's never going to lead you. What you're going to have to understand is... If it's never going to leave you, are you guys going to keep powering through and being like, mm-hmm. no, we're going to learn as we go. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually you'll get to a point where you're still going to be nervous, but you know how to work through things. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And I think, I think you guys, uh, you guys are smart enough. You're funny enough. And, and yeah, I, I think
1: d- so. I mean,
2: <laughs> I think you guys th- might
1: be funnier off mic <laughs>
2: yeah. and, and doing everything live. No. Yeah. I, I struggle sometimes with the zoom. Interviews, yeah, yeah, because you're, you're hopping at the wrong times. And well, it
0: feels better when you're in person. It's yeah. just easier to no. And we appreciate you know, every you know. minute you've given to us. It's
2: a conversation, yeah. Not exactly. a, not a.
1: Thanks again, though, and your, yeah. I, your journey's been really cool. It's been fun to watch you um, evolve into this. Probably what you always were, but you just are so comfortable in it, and it's you're magnetic people want to be around you they want to follow you they want to listen to you including us mm-hmm. and, and uh, we're just really proud of you yeah I, it's not I easy
2: really appreciate the compliments yeah. obviously it's it's a it's kind of something that maybe some of the old school players might kind of look at like ooh, like what it's a different and time I get, and it's just a different time and i got just like i got judged for twitter by some of the old school guys i'll get judged for this and, and they're like what these telling crazy stories like that like mm-hmm. oh like, where's the code it's just like but I'm not going to throw anyone on the bus yeah. they don't want to. That's enter. right, yeah.
0: That's right. I just,
2: I, I want to talk about that shit because yeah. I think it's funny.
1: Yeah. Well, keep so it thanks. up. We well, you're so appreciate entertaining it. everyone.
2: And we love you. Ray, I'm sorry about the 130 at Risky Rock and Chirpin Nicholson. Mickelson. I love you. <laughs> Forgive me.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend.
0: Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbara.